It's Monday, September 26th. And Happy New Year! And that was Scott. We have Constantine Giavos on from the Giavos restaurants, a watermelon that was almost extinct, and chilies. Welcome to Eat It, Virginia. I love my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> Welcome to Eat It Virginia, your number one podcast source for food news and interviews with the people who make Virginia restaurants oh so great. Follow us on social media at Eat It Virginia and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. While you're there, leave us a review. That's how people find us. <laughs> my name is Scott Wise and I am joined as always by my friend, my friend, Roby Martin. Chili's baby back ribs? Is that what we're talking about? No, no, the actual thing, the chili pepper. Before we get to Anthony Kiedis and the chili pepper, <laughs> how excited are we for today's guest? So uh, he goes professionally by Constantine, but I call him Dean. Dean is the son of Katrina and Johnny Chavos, and they have what, like 152 restaurants in Richmond? I think they got another one as we started this podcast. I think there's another one now. So I'm thrilled. I'm actually thrilled. He, a lot of people don't know that he does all 100% of the design aspects behind his restaurants that his family owns. And it's neat to hear some of that stuff. So he's not necessarily in the kitchen of some of your favorite restaurants, but he probably designed the aesthetic, mm-hmm. the menu, mm-hmm. the curated music playlist we learned about. So cool. Yep. It's a different kind of interview than what we normally do, I feel like. And uh, I learned a lot from them. Yep. There are snacks, but they are, they've been designed to look pretty and kerning by Javos. Let's talk about chilies before we get to Javos. So if you have been following along with the podcast, there was a big tomato push during tomato season. There was hot tomato summer and then also summer supper psalm, which was a collaboration with Village Garden and Barbersville wine. So there was a series of dinners. I was fortunate to go to three of them and all three were freaking outstanding. Um, Cogodrio, Manny Eats, which is the new pennies that's opening in the old stoplight. That's where he's going to be with Lance Lemon of rich wine. And then I went to one in Virginia Beach at Zoe's. Holy moly, that was so good. So they are going to do a chili chill out, a chill out with chilies. Chili chill out or just a chill out? Just a chill chill. Okay. So that's going to be an event or a series Several of Several events. Okay. Similar to the tomatoes. So, yep. I think far less because... I think there were like almost 30 tomato dinners in the summer and sometimes two a week. And I think that's just it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for the farmers that deliver all the vegetables themselves. Do so you have any details about locations or dates yet? So it is all on the Summer Supper Psalm web um, Instagram. So you can take a look at that. And then if you read Richmond Magazine, they have a pretty good little rundown of it as well by Eileen, who we love to read and see. So cool things there. Eileen. Melon. Melon, which brings us to our next story. Wow, I'm sorry, Eileen. <laughs> so we had Deb Freeman on the podcast. God, I totally missed that joke. I should have said, wow, come on, Eileen. <laughs> we can edit it, make it sound right. Okay. Over the summer, we had Deb Freeman on. She talked about uh, her her podcast, her number one Apple-rated podcast. And we've seen 
her story is kind of popping up around. You Setting the table. You initial story a few months ago. Well, for Richmond, though. Yeah, for the Virginian pilot. But right. yes, certainly. Thank so you for saying that. A lot of, this podcast included, a lot of local media is starting to tell Deborah's story. And part of that story is her partner slash boyfriend that she talked about, Josh. Yep, Josh Fitchwater, who runs Southern Grit, which is a publication as well. And Josh has an interesting story, a little food tale that he likes to tell. Mm-hmm. Discusses the watermelons. So he has been running around. Literally running around. Yeah, like ba- like all the way to Louisiana, back and forth to locate heirloom watermelons, which he picked up a seed called a red and sweet, which technically... Um, was almost extinct, the watermelon was, and managed to grow almost 60, 65, 60-ish watermelons um, this past watermelon growing season. I don't even know if that's a thing, but we're going to say that. And has been giving them, or, or, or people have been buying them for a very minimal price to restaurants and people around town. I received one. To which I have made a drink with the juice. Can't wait to watch Ryan with that. He's a cutie with his watermelon juice. I heard that you showed up dirty dancing style to a party. That's right. Josh gets, sends me a message on uh, the old Instagram. Hey, are you around? I, mean, I have a melon to give you. I'm like, oh, great. I'll take a melon. That night, I was invited to a Is that really how it went? I've got a melon. Pretty I'll much. take a melon. I mean, it was that easy. It was Would that you easy. like to buy an L? He came to my house. It was a door-to-door service. Rolled up in his truck. Popped out. Gave me the melon. Shook his hand. Nice to meet you. Here's a melon. I was going to a party that night. Our friends, Megan Markoniak, who is a food writer for Richmond Times-Dispatch, and her good friend, who consequently is really good friends with Katrina Giavos. Um, I love how this is wrapping itself around. They have a party that's dinner on the deck. You can also read about that in Richmond Magazine by our friend Eileen Mellon. We're just getting it here. I'm just getting it all together. So you carried the watermelon in? I didn't get a plus one, but I I got a melon. What? You got a melon (laughs) plus? A a plus a melon? Yeah. So I I messaged Megan. I said, I have a I have an odd request, an odd question about tonight's party. And she went back and she was like, uh, whoa. I can't imagine what was going through her mind. Uh, I'm going to come dressed like a duck, Megan. Is that okay? I said, do you you mind if I bring a watermelon? But before you answer that question, it's not just any watermelon. It's a nearly extinct heirloom watermelon. And she was like, sure, bring the watermelon. So walking around the fan, watermelon in hand, under arm, you know, like I'm carrying this melon. I I get dressed up. You know, I'm looking good. Watermelon in hand. I look kind of awkward. I walk into this this home where I've never been before. It's a beautiful home. Murph has a beautiful home in the fan. Don't stalk her. She does. And everyone's in the back. It's a, it's a back deck party. Or I think that's what it was called. Dinner on the deck. Dinner on the deck, exactly. So I, I, I ring the doorbell and and the caterer opens the door and I walk in with my melon. I say, I'm here with the melon. And she gives me this look like, who the hell are you? And <laughs> Why do you have a melon? We have a, we have a beautiful <laughs> a you know, spread. Already prepared. Why are you bringing this melon? I was like, well, I, I cleared it with the hostess. And she was like, sure you did. <laughs> Lies. And she kind of like put it off to the side. I was like, I'll let the hostess decide what to do with this melon. I just saw like my dreams got crushed. I was like, I'm, Your I'm, watermelon dreams got nobody, crushed? Nobody got to see me walk in with the melon. Uh, I, I couldn't share the story. That's so, so I played it cool. You I couldn't I, Jennifer it, sadly. I mingled with the guests. Made some they small put talk. the baby in the corner. They put the melon in the corner. But the food was great. Our friend Kia, uh, who was not, who did not greet me at the door, but 
she, so she was the, the main caterer. She made a delicious food for us all. Um, Megan made the drinks. It was it was a lovely evening. Towards the end of the evening, we all kind of congregated back in Murph's kitchen for dessert. And the watermelon is like peeking out of the, I see it out of the corner of my eye. Like, there's, this is my chance. So I kind of like took my glass and, you know, ring, 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 ring. Everyone's attention, please. This is a, you know, I explained the little bit I knew about the watermelon. You gave a melon speech? I gave a melon speech. And lo and behold, everyone was receptive to the melon. It was cut open. I think Megan cut it open very nice. ceremoniously. Like a, That's amazing. And we, everyone, like they didn't even like serve it. They just like, everyone had spoons and we're just digging in. That's the way you should do That's it. That's the way it was done. And how did it taste? I was told it was the reddest, one of the most delicious watermelons people had ever tasted. So Josh, congratulations. Thank you for saving the melon. So nice of you, Josh. We appreciate that. I'm, I'm looking forward to your melon tales. Um, next year right that's right i had a couple of people when i posted mine on the instagram said i actually ordered seeds from him so he's been sending seeds out all over so he's doing the lord's work he really is he really is speaking of work um loads of restaurants sound like a lot of work did you hear how many dean listed he, he off he started naming his family's restaurants and then i kind of like and then you blacked, blacked out, out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's how he does hungry. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we have Dean Giamos up, and he's going to tell us all about the inside of a restaurant. And by the inside, I mean the design, how it comes to fruition, how his restaurants came to fruition, literally how his parents met. Took me, I don't know, a good two months to get this guest <laughs> really? Yeah, he's in was New he, York. Was he's he on a train. You? He's in New York again. Then he's on another train. Then he's like, "How about Wednesday?" And I'm like, Shit, "Wednesday it is." So we have Dean Javos here. You know, Stella's. This is how I feel about having Dean in the building. We're both fans of the Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> and there's like, you know, all these houses, these big yes. castles in the different parts of the there country. It is. <laughs> I feel like we have one of the princes of one of the houses in the in our house right now. We literally have the house Javos. <laughs> the house Javos. What is your sigil, sir? Uh I, I would I would say we're more of the Northmen. I'd like to think in <laughs> Richmond. I mean, I don't know, but uh yeah, I, I don't, love I don't really it. know. Uh, an octopus, I guess, maybe. Yeah. An octopus would be a great I one. Know, off I, know, the, would, I know, right? Off the cuff. Look at you. Yeah. Right. Was that the questions that you sent him ahead of no, time? No, I'm not that oh, smart. I'm, impressed then. <laughs> I'm, I'm far from that smart, but that's actually a really good one. What? An, you know what? My press mind is running now. What a freaking great article! Like the Game of Thrones with all I'm the sure houses. Do it, right? Oh yeah. Well, now they are. I mean, we just put it out there, and you guys are going to be the octopus. If only you knew a, f- a food journalist to, to write a story like Crap. that. Crap. Let's find one immediately. Stat. Uh, so I do have Dean Javis with us today, and let's walk through all the restaurants in you all's portfolio first so people can identify you who you are and then i want to talk about your background sure because living in a restaurant family well there's lots of fun things totally um yeah so i guess from the top like stella's all stella's grocery sidewalk cafe both kuba's galley little nickel both continentals pearly's i feel like i'm missing something well now kitchen's closing so no more kitchen and uh and Sweet 95 clothes. That would have, that was ours, too. So. But they, you have Rabia in there right now doing a little bit. Yes, so it's not necessarily I love, I love closed. Yeah. It's a partnership with the wonderful ice cream place. Well, listen, I'm more of a, a, a sort of New, New Orleans ice guy. So I feel like 
I'm there all the time. I love knows the thing. I want to bring up a quote from a 2003 Style Weekly article. Oh, whoa. I did not send this to him, so he's going to throw his mic at me. So your father, (laughs) this is a quote from your father. I believe you were a young teenager at this time. You might not not remember this, you know, fully. I guess at that time there was two restaurants, at least in the article it referenced two restaurants. And your father says, this has become too much. I'm tired. (laughs) Two dogs, two kids, a wife, soccer practice, swim meets. I can't do anything anymore. I'm killing myself. <laughs> so this is this is two restaurants 20 years ago. Yeah. But you just rattled off, you know, a dozen. Yeah. Oh god. What's more. changed? You know, I I don't really know. I mean, I feel like my parents have really evolved in what they've done over the years. I feel like yeah, I, I I don't know. You know, it's so funny. We reference I've referenced that article before with him. You know, and he's we're all laughing, and it's just yeah, it's just he just keeps going. I think he just really has a passion for what he does. You know, and I think obviously we all do. Even my wife now, my wife's like running all of Stella's Grocery, and you got a drink. A I got a drink from her a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah, yep. cutie patootie at the Stella's. And yeah, I just uh, yeah, I think we just all really believe in what we do, and. Um, love being a part of Richmond really. And I think, yeah, that energy, I just, it just keeps coming back. I, you can't like, you can't just put that down. I feel like, you know, so I know Katrina. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know your dad that well. Okay. I mean, I see him, he says, hi, he's a great dude, all that stuff. Um, how did they meet? So funny. So my dad's family owned the Athens Tavern on Robinson and my mom's family, my mom, uh, Stella was is her mother and Stavros. They were opening up Stella's. This was like right after the village had closed. And they came in for dinner to the Athens. And my dad was the waiter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was their waiter. And the story, the joke is that they were coming in to steal the menu to open up Stella's. And so that's kind of the, the origin story. Very uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. So did your dad say you can't have the menu, but I'd like to take you out to dinner? Something like that. I guess it was the 80s. You know, he probably had a sleeveless shirt on, you know. I mean, (laughs) the whole deal. He was was popping the guns and your mom just couldn't. He was selling beer out of his Datsun probably at high school. (laughs) I mean, who knows, you know. Yeah, they got together. And that was, uh, that's that's kind of their origin story. So so they said, we both come from restaurant places. Let's just make it a big empire. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't, they, they worked together, obviously, you know, at Stella's at that, you know, a little bit later when they opened it. And yeah, I guess, uh, 89, 90, they opened Sidewalk and I was born, yeah, in, in 90. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so how do they work together? Is it a good working relationship? You know, the inside yeah, of that. I mean, it, it's, uh, I think like with any family, like dynamic, it's always challenging, but yeah, I mean, obviously they've been, they've been able to do it for this long and yeah, it's, it's a good working relationship, you know. Your dad well, is an, a pretty imposing figure, but I feel like your mom wears the pants. Uh, yeah, figuratively. I guess, yeah, I, I think in some ways yes, and in some ways no, right? I feel like they're like this kind of dynamic duo. So, so interesting. It really is, you know. Is there a plaque at the old restaurant on, on Robinson that says "This is where it all, this is where it happened"? I should ask my aunt to do that. Uh, yeah, this is the plaque where they met, or whatever. Like, yeah. Think about so the funny. Valentine's Day reservations to be in the Giavas. Oh, booth. right there. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll sit there next Valentine's Day. So. <laughs> it's funny. 
it's amazing. You guys are a true family affair. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people that say that for their family works in the restaurant. I grew up in the restaurant business. My dad rarely worked in the restaurant unless we had to have him. Totally. Right? But all the kids. But you have everyone in your family doing something. So Stella still cooks. Yeah, yeah. From time to time, she'll go make her specialties and her, you know, pastries and stuff. So... She's definitely in there, yeah. And both your mom and your dad still run and manage and day-to-day every day? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, my mom's usually at Stella's, um, and now we have the boutique right next door. Freaking love it. Our life, thanks, yeah. Mm -hmm. So my sister, you know, she does all the buying for the store, and yeah, we're all... We're all in there. I mean, I'm, you know, obviously the creative guy. So, like, anything creative, I'm touching. So, branding, identity, menus, interiors, all of of that, you know. So, let's walk through your trajectory. You obviously came into the world, went to high school in Richmond. Yes. Well, technically, Petersburg. I went to Appomattox Regional Governors, which is... uh, Downtown Petersburg, but yeah, I got picked up at the uh, Dragons. The Dragons, it's all Game yeah, of Thrones. Game of Thrones it's which all, I, it's all circling. I haven't even seen the new show, which I'm dying to see. Apparently, it's it's, I'm, it's okay. Great. Cool, sweet. I, I'm not telling you anything. Okay, all right. Um, Keep going. I want more. Yeah. So I, 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 let's actually just go back because I feel like the Richmond people need to hear it. Uh, Fox, Benford, Appomattox, and then I went to Parsons School of Design in New York, and uh, yeah, from there, kind of like. You know, started with, uh, I guess, Stella's, the, the kind of the relaunch of Stella's in 2011. That's when I really got involved. And Continental was, I think, the second one. And yeah, that's kind of steamrolled from there in terms of like my creative stuff. So. so your family looks at you and says, hey, we're bringing back our most popular restaurant. Yeah. That has been closed for, but I'm going to rough number it, 10 years. It was on Main Street, right? At one point? Yeah, it's in the, uh, well, it's, now it's rolling. Sure, now, yeah, but I mean, yeah. before, the, in the previous incarnation. Yes, on Main, yeah, right, right okay. there, next yeah. to the uh, gas station. Yeah. Right next to the m- m- Murder Mart is what I call yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I have a funny Sorry, anecdote. Kitty. I have a funny anecdote about, about that, Mart? but we, we'll get to it in a minute, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So they come to you and say, yeah. this restaurant is beloved by Richmond. Yes. Um, closed to everybody's chagrin. Yeah. Now we'd like you to rebrand it. Yes. And we're going to open it. Go. Yeah, I think it was truly the most exciting thing that I think had happened because it was a real opportunity to kind of reset. It's like kind of get back to like what we want to do, you know, because like Maine was so, I don't know, like what do you like, frou-frou? Like, I don't know. What's the word, right? It was like of that era, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, yeah, let's get back to like making traditional style Greek food in a cool setting and let's do it, you know? So what do you do? Study the menus from the last restaurant? Go through old pictures? Totally. I mean, I think we had been to so many Greek restaurants over those years and like, we're like, God, we, Richmond needs this, you know, like let's, let's do it. And there was a little part of you that was like, her food's better than this. I know you went to a restaurant and went, mm, I mean, we do I, this so much better. You don't have to say it out loud, but I know there is. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, yeah, I think what we do is pretty special there, but yeah, I just like, it was just, yeah, we have to like get back to our roots kind of, you know? So that was, yeah, that was the moment to kind of bring the icons in and like create that kind of like down home taverna atmosphere, but it has this magical element to it, you know? So I feel like, yeah. I think you guys were the first 
visible communal table that happened That's in true. Richmond. I mean, I believe there's other places where you can say there might have been one, but like not like how yours is the center of that restaurant. Yes, yes. My mom really like pushed for that. She was like, we got to do a communal table. There's one spot in New York I think we were going to at the time, and she was like, yeah, just there's something happening here that's just so cool. And we're like, well, Richmonders get it, and I think I think they did, you know? So Was it an, an immediate get, or did it take a while for people to warm up to it? I think they got it immediately. It was very I, I've sat at the table many times. I prefer to sit there, actually. Same, yeah, same. Yeah. If like I'm it. not in the back booth, the corner with the movie that I can't see above <laughs> my head, then I want to be in the corner. Of, I mean, really, that's false. I kind of want to be at the bar. But, like, if I can't be at the bar, then right. those are the places. I mean, I do like the bar because I can see everything. Yeah. But I'm that asshole that wants to sit at the bar. I like the communal, that seat on the end facing the door. So you kind of see like most of the restaurant. He's the Godfather. Yeah, that's <laughs> still the Godfather. Honestly, that's the 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 number one thing I talk about. Like being in the restaurant industry, it's like the seating. Like when you go sit down with friends, you're like, I need that seat, man. Sorry, like I can't sit with my back to the door. It's a power seat. Absolutely, yeah. You have sure. to do it. Yeah. Also, you, you can see all the things. I like to either see inside the kitchen because I'm that, or I like to be in the same place. I like to be able to see everything walking towards. Yes. Me. Yes. Hundred percent. Where do you sit? First available, non-smoking. No, I like the bar. Personally, the bar, I yeah. think, is, is a fun place to sit if, if given the option. Speaking of design, what is your favorite type of chair to sit in at a restaurant? Because that's very important to me. Well, I have lower back issues, so something with a back, a supportive lumbar feature, <laughs> like on a chair. Perhaps like, a pillow. Oh, wait, this chair is fantastic. <laughs> Scoot up a little bit. No, that's really key. Lumbar support. Now, that all those elements go into what you do, right? Well, the- you know, I'm the not I'm not the practical guy, so I feel like my dad's the one that's like, yeah, I'm like these chairs suck, man. Like, <laughs> we need new chairs. I'm like, listen, man, like these look really cool. And he's like, well, you know, people aren't going to be comfortable. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I have to kind of, you know, Back like, up. okay, fine. Like, I'll hold on. Like, let me Google, you know, and I'll come back with with something new, you know, so. But yeah. all that aesthetic is coming from what you're doing for, for your sure. family's restaurant Absolutely, right now. yeah. Wine glasses, napkins, silverware, all that stuff. Coasters. Comes down yeah. from what your umbrella. 100%. 100%. So how do you get the restaurants to have their own personality? Because I don't think of Pearly's being right. at all similar to Stella's. They're not similar at all. And I think... Yeah, I think that's that comes into the branding, right? Like it's sort of like okay, Pearlies is a perfect example. You know, when we opened Pearlies with Kevin, it was like, what are we going to do here, right? Obviously, we're going to do a modern Jewish restaurant, but we wanted to kind of pay homage to what was there before, right? And that was Pearlstein soon Pearlies, and it kind of got away from that, I guess, and some you know turned into sort of the Greasy Spoon, amazing place, no doubt, right? But like, let's use these elements to create something entirely new, entirely fresh based on these sort of like historical elements that were there. The sign, right? I'm like, there's your logo right there. It's right on the building. It's the coolest type ever. Like, well, I'm not going to create a new typeface for this. Like, let's use the one that's on the building. So like, trace that thing out, like vectored <laughs> it out. Like, and that became the logo and we kind of based everything on that. And obviously the Art Deco wallpaper, that was a really cool find. I love um, that stuff. And we t- I tied that into all the, the menus and yeah, that teal kind of teal and black became a theme there, and yeah, that's, that's how it, that's how it starts. So, so that one had is reminiscent of what was there previously. Sure, little nickel is like out the box, nothing that you've done before. That was so. just this idea that was just in my head from being in New York for like ten years. You know, I'm like all these places I love, like 
how do we combine them all in some crazy way, you know? And yeah, I, I'm really proud of that place. I love Little Nickel very much. Best so, wallpaper bathroom yeah. in Richmond, perhaps? I, it has to be. And there's another article for you. Most Instagramable bathrooms. Yeah. Gosh, you guys are getting me today. Like, yeah. I mean, that has to be like a real thing. I mean, how many photos do you think that are to tag in your Instagram where people are standing in that bathroom? It's pretty crazy. Like, yeah, I, I love that flamingo wallpaper. There's a place in New York. I think it's uh, Royal Palm Shuffleboard Club. I think it's in Brooklyn. Please, God, tell cool. me that's the name of it. Uh, it's Royal Palm, I think. Yeah, well, you can look it, it sounds up. Sounds amazing. Yeah. And that has People that... are Googling as we speak. Oh, of course. <laughs> right now, they're like, where is this place? We've got to go. The internet. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's, it's, this is an Instagrammable bathroom I'm in. No, I, I think, you know, it's so funny. Like, that. I feel like that was that moment of, like, the Instagrammable spot or what. And I guess people still Instagram, obviously. But I feel like... Yeah, it kind of had all of those elements, right? That were like I guess people that, like, still Instagram. No, but yeah, I feel like I don't what's know. The ne- I get, what's the next big thing? I'm Dean the, is hip. I know. I want to know. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> we're not him. He is Listen, very hip. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm hip. Some, and then I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Like TikTok. Yes, I everybody's on TikTok, man. Like. Instagram's kind of in the dust. I want to listen to more of the song. Like, I don't understand that. Like, that's what bothers me about TikTok is I like the music aspect. That's what bothers you? Well, I mean, that and the people that are cooking chicken in NyQuil, but we can totally not get into that now. My wife just did a football Sunday thing. Like, she cooked a bunch of, like, really fun things that were all from TikTok. And, like, half of them were, like, pretty sick, and then the other half were, like, terrible. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I don't know how this got popular. You know? I, 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 I don't know about you, but I'm sure your the individuals that cook in your restaurant, sometimes yeah. they, I, I watch, or they probably do, watch the TikTok and go, why would you ever do that? Yeah, it's crazy. I have a 15-year-old yeah. daughter, and I sure. went to Wegmans to do my shopping, and I got these specific ingredients she asked for, and the clerk was like, you have a, a teenager at home? And I was like, yeah, how did you know? Like, This is a TikTok recipe. Oh, that, isn't that insane? Yeah, like She's pick, making it was like the pickles feta. and something. I don't know. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't great. I think there was a feta shortage from that one pasta. The and I think people feta. were coming in like, do you guys do the TikTok pasta? We're like, no, we, we tried the elopi test, right? Like somewhat similar. But anyway, yeah. You don't want to do that. Actually, whoever's listening, I'd like you to know that is the crappiest pasta dish there is. The one on TikTok? The feta dish oh, with the yeah, huge yeah. chunk of feta in Everybody it. Everybody was making it. Who eats that much feta in a... No, anyway. No, yeah. you do not. You do not. I can <laughs> tell you right now. You, you, well, I mean, maybe in a week. We eat that much feta, right? That's like, no, yeah. you want them to eat it... Like a quarter of that, good feta. No, 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 not a block of feta. You mentioned like, so Instagram is out, quote unquote, TikTok is in, quote unquote. So you design these restaurants in Richmond, like Little Nickel is a few years old. Like at what point do you say we need uh, a refresh or an update or like, how does that process work for you? I think think Nickel is pretty timeless. I feel like at this point, like it kind of passed that sort of like hype period, right? And like people still come and I, I feel like it's still fresh. So I feel like you do that through like new cocktails and new like menu items and you know we're expanding a little bit there like we've got like a patio that's coming in outdoor bar so you kind of add elements right you Wait know? did I hear outdoor bar are we having yeah, it's a like tiki two years bar in the, It's yeah it's like I don't yeah, care how long it is. Can I get excited about yeah, it? Get, I mean, I really love tiki bars. So excited. Well, we missed the summer, but maybe, you know, hopefully it's still. Ruby drinks warmer. all four seasons. Yeah, right. Are you, I mean, I don't, there's the no summer. reason to you with a hot buttered rum or something <laughs> okay. in December? I'm, I'm, all the things. Cool. Eggnog. Okay. Little nickel aside, though, with, with your portfolio of restaurants, yeah, yeah. like, so is, is there ever an aesthetic change that you make in your places, or is it mostly just cocktails and food? I don't, I, yeah, I don't think the aesthetic changes, I don't think they really come really after a few years you know i mean i don't know we would add things but never never a full rebrand 
I mean, Stella's obviously because it was closed, right? You, we're opening a new restaurant. That that was the opportunity to kind of like rebrand it or whatever. But yeah, the existing places. Though. I feel like branding is a big deal for you guys. Maybe mm-hmm. a refurbish could occur. Like right, like right. if you had to update a booth or like move things around or how that. After the well, things and- fall. I mean, obviously, you know, things aren't you know completely. Uh, p- things are going to get destroyed, basically. Yeah, right? people so, are terrible to restaurant stuff. Right. Do you know that the uh, the booths from Little Nickel are from uh, the restaurant that was right next to Galley, the old Chinese restaurant right there? No. Um, yeah, that we repurposed. Yeah, really For cool. For Galley go-to? Uh, next to Galley. It was the, the old oh, Chinese restaurant. Oh, the old Peking there. or whatever it was. Yes, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we Mandarin took those bo- Palace. Mandarin Palace. I'm sorry, I was blanking. No, so Place did I. Did so you just cool. hear me? I went to Peking, but yes, yeah. yes. Which is, those that cur- that lettering is cool. I mean, that place looked so cool in there. I feel like there's so many elements that, I don't know. Anyway, the booths, yeah, we repurposed them for Little Nickel. So it's like you find these things, you repurpose them, like, you know, but my point was those will fall apart at some point, and sure. I'm sure we'll have to do new booths. So that'll be an opportunity to, yeah, refresh the interior, you know. Cool. I yeah. just had pizza from Galley Go To, by the way. Are you so happy about that decision? About it. Yes, okay. I am always Couldn't happy tell your, about that your decision. Tone. No, no, I just was like thinking about it as it was just last yeah. week. <laughs> It's delicious. And when it you really were is. listing the restaurants at the beginning, sorry, there were so many I kind of forgot. Yeah. Continental is on that list. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. That's one of my family's favorites. Oh, thanks. It's a go to restaurant for us. The one where? Where Phil's used to be? Yes. For the Continental. I mean, yeah, is there's it? a couple of them now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, one, yeah, yeah. the original. The original Phil's right? with the, lamb, the OG. We with call the it sticky Continental booth. West Hampton. Right? Oh, excuse mm-hmm. me. Oh, yeah, yes, no. come on now. <laughs> it's very, it's very she she. Yes, yes. It's always a fun vibe in there. And, uh, the, food, the portions are huge. The food is good. It's not terribly expensive. It's never not a fun vibe right. in there. Also, just as a thing that nobody's going to care about but me, I walk the dogs next to that restaurant almost yes. every morning, like six thirty, seven, eight. However, it cool. is stalkers and take note. It, no, it yep. smells so clean. Yeah, I mean that's a big part of kind of what we do. I guess keeping it. <laughs> I know you're supposed to, yeah. but I'm outside. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. I appreciate that. Okay, listen, dude, Roby. I got to tell I mean, Jackie. that's no. cool. <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. does. It smells like, I mean, I want to say shampoo, but it's not. It's the soap you use, right? Yeah. And I'm, I always think that when we're walking the dogs. Well, there's like, outdoor dining. You really want to make sure there's no flies and right. So, but. Very listen, nice. Better than, yeah, better to smell clean. Better than, than where I might have gone with that, right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Which I have never had that happen to a restaurant that they own. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to talk about, and you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but you're currently part of a music yes. situation. How did you get into uh, music? Uh, I mean, I guess for years. I mean, I'm in high listening. school, before high school. Yeah, we had a band uh, called Duchess of York. And um, yeah, I just uh, played drums for so long and then kind of got into production and then started like DJing, I guess, in like 2010. I did a lot of like the need supply parties and stuff down here and at Balso, the old Balso. And uh, yeah, like now I don't know. I guess you've seen like the me and Delaney. We're like, going to get into that in a second. Yeah, but yeah. first I want to talk about albums. Your design yeah. doesn't just oh, yeah, extend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like Alex. I want to talk about Alex yeah, yeah. in a second. You guys have something upcoming. I think this will come out before yes. there. And so we'll talk about cool. that. Um, but you do... Not just Richmond labels albums. It's no. like a big thing that you yeah. do the design for. Totally, loads so of. Yes, I've done stuff for Atlantic Records. I've done stuff for yeah, pretty much a few labels. I mean, yeah, new singles that come out. I just uh, 
Yeah, people have kind of found my work on Instagram or online. And which is out, out, by the way. Now they'll find them on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I have one TikTok, which <laughs> is uh, my wife thinks it's funny, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so people find What's the know, handle. Let us know. I think it's just Javos. It's my okay. name. Yeah. Makes um, sense. It's Javos. Yeah. Branding. It's gonna, that's going to yeah. be what's next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So people find find out via, you know, you know, online and. Yeah, I've really had the opportunity to do some really cool things, I guess, music design-wise, not even music-wise. So, so yeah. walk through some of the and maybe and you don't do this well, I must admit. You yeah. ra- rarely pat yourself on the back, um, which is wonderful. So I would love it if you take the time just to walk through some of the places that you've had album covers and such. I mean, I can guess, but I'll be wrong because okay. I'm not in the music. Future Birds. Yeah, for what's uh, Danger Birds, Future Birds. So that's not the name of them. Future something. You've had an album cover for them, The Head okay. and the Heart. Yeah, uh, I've done a yeah, I've done a poster for Head and the Heart. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking of the ones I listen. Obviously, I don't listen to Future Birds or Danger Mouse or yeah. whatever they are. But um, you have had <laughs> other non-local rhythm bands yes. because Tyler lives here, which is why I know the yeah, Head yeah, and the Heart. Yeah, right. Totally. So like, the, and I love I love him. He's awesome. Yeah, bud. But yeah, yeah. good dude. Yeah, and, for sure. And whatever his name just moved back and brought bought that condo in yeah. Church Hill, which is have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. All right, but we'll, cool. we have to talk about this not on here. But yeah. what other album covers have you done? I've done stuff for, uh, I mean, covers and now is a big time for like music posters and stuff too. I feel like there's been a resurgence of that. So My I get a lot of- account knows that. Yeah, My like account. it's yeah. crazy and it's so cool. Like people are really, yes. so there's this kind of like entire world of music posters. So I've done a lot of covers for sure, but a lot of like posters too. Okay. So- did you know the guys uh, Illiterate Light? They're they're really cool. Um, yes. Yeah, they're from out of Harrisonburg. They sure. were on Atlantic. They're touring all around now. Uh, Head in the Heart, my buddy Shane T. He's an amazing. Spank Rock, who I play drums for too. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so funny off the top, top of I my know, head. I right? know, which is what I yeah. think is interesting because I'll see it and then see your name and think he tells no one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I just kind of post it and it's not, yeah. I so don't a know. lot of artists have their own, like, their yeah. style. Go to my Instagram. Like, yeah, like, right? It's all It's all it's at there. Javos yeah. if you need yeah. it. What, what would you call your style? I, I mean, or, I, or trademark or a hallmark? I think that there's like retro influences, obviously, in what I do, but I feel like, I don't know, like some people like to loop it into like the whole like airbrush kind of like revival thing. Psych- psychedelic kind of surrealist i feel like or like all words that come to mind um i just think they're cool i don't i don't really know you know it's so funny how do you describe your own work that's one of the hardest things to do you know i think your use of and i'm not into art just fyi so this is going to be a very layman term yeah but i think yeah. your use of angles is it it's what you. catches me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my biggest. I mean, I love everything else, but I just really enjoy the angular nature of Thank some you. of your stuff. Yeah, and I think that comes from like Russian constructivism and things being on it. So, yeah, I mean, we could sit here all day and talk. Sure, about we all knew about art Russian history, constructivism. Are you kidding? Really? I just didn't want to use that. I didn't want to sound like I knew what <laughs> I was talking exactly. about. Listener, <laughs> on her notes, yeah. on her notes in front of her right uh, now, she has yeah. Russian constructivism. Yeah, yeah but we right, had to right let there. the design yeah. guy right talk about it. I mean, I was right there, right there on the tip of my tongue. From art to music yes you curate the music in the restaurants oh all, yeah definitely like that's key i mean stella's right like it's greek you know but little nickel i feel like is the big one that people really talk about in terms of the playlist yeah that's a real that one is like hits home for me because you there's put a lot them of on the spotify that, that's on spotify yeah it, it's on there the playlist if you look are? for it you'll find it but i'm not going to tell you where to go no 
Well, I'm, I'll tell you where to each go. Each restaurant, people, or your uh, your Spotify, Stella's Grocery, which I I, mean, I don't. Hopefully, they're setting it to the right channel. But Stella's Grocery, Little Nickel. Um, I don't think Continental is, but Little Nickel is the big. We did like a whole over COVID like these like playlists with Simpson. She lives here. She's amazing. Yeah, great artist. Um, yeah, so we had a, a lot of really cool people kind of do these playlists for Little Nickel, which was fun. So. I, so I was at a restaurant in Aspen called Batula that okay. they have one called Bonita in, I don't know, somewhere in uh, overseas, um, Caribbean-wise. Um, and they actually put out like a playlist yeah. every season. And every time I see the playlist, I think about you guys. Because I feel like it would be I like a that. great like, way, which is why I asked you if you put them out. Yes, because yes. you could be like, we've released it. To get it, you have to pay $2. And of course, yeah. we did because we loved the playlist. I so love that. I feel like it, so maybe yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should. I'm so like gatekeepy when it comes to like the music. I'm like, I don't blame if you. anybody starts stealing this music, like I'm, you know, screwed. <laughs> so is, no, not even screwed. Just like it's annoying, you know. Like of people course, steal things you all the time. Took time yeah. to do it. And yeah. No, it it, yeah. it is important. I mean, right. that's your time taking to make this playlist. Yeah, yeah. It's curated that you would like. And to then keep. some restaurant down the street's playing. It's like yep. really, guys. Like you couldn't like come up with you know a hundred songs. Of play, you know, so and you couldn't whatever. just have asked me because I could have just yeah. said sure. I would love. Just yeah. Make sure or I hope y'all. I'll, yes. I'll, I can make something. Mm-hmm. You know, make. What are some of two or three of the songs that are always going to on the little nickel playlist? That's a great. I love that question. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think like everything she wants. Wham! That's like nice. a great like the twelve inch version. Love that song. Uh, yeah, there it is. Great song. Carly Simon. Why? Another like kind of kind of a deeper banger. Love that song. And I always feel like there's um, there's like Stevie Wonder on there, right? Or like the I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of Stevie Wonder for sure. Take wrong with Herbie Hancock. I mean, there's a lot of like groovier, like funkier. Things. Roller disco, tons of roller disco. Yeah. Which segues right into what you're doing now. Yeah. Um, Next week, actually. Right. Next week, you have um, a very cool, I don't know what to call it. It's a couple of really great guys playing exceptional music. That's kind of what we do. Yeah. It's like, that's our thing. It's just like, it's us and we're playing really dope music. We don't even tell people like it's disco or what. It's just like, just come. I mean, it's a lot of disco. What's the date? September 30th. September 30th. At the Jungle Room. Yeah. Which is such a freaking cool venue. Man, it's it's so great. So for people that don't know, because um, we're kind of talking a little bit around it, I want to make sure that they are aware of what it is. It is later in the evening. Correct. It is drinks and super cool music. Absolutely. Who does it involve? It's it's you. Me and Alex Delaney of uh, previously Bon Appetit fame. Um, yeah, he's just the guy. Like, it's so funny. Like, our music tastes, I feel like, are just kind of in sync. And we're like, our, our friends introduced us, and like, you guys need to just like hang out. And yeah, we just start DJing together and yeah, have that party called Love Club. And, it's dudes know. with great hair, and then one has a trash stash. Yeah, Alex definitely mm-hmm. does have a bit of a stash. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. I mean, really, it's like it's just two dudes with loads of hair up there, <laughs> just jamming out. Yeah. I mean, it's fun, man. We have so much fun doing it, and there's always like cool, like we'll probably curate a cocktail for it, and yeah, it's like a real. And it it started that way actually when we did it on uh, at this place, short stories on the Bowery. Our thing was like, yeah, like we're coming up with a cocktail for the night too. Like, let's just do. The cocktail and the music, you know, because Alex is like the big Bev guy, you know. So I feel like, yeah, we combine the two and it's just become this thing that's 
Yeah. Now is Alex a Richmonder, New Yorker? New, New Yorker, yeah. And he just so, comes down for this event? Or he's he's actually the now? first time that he's coming down for this, nice. so it's like a pretty big deal. Like, I've done it down here by myself since I moved, when we moved from New York. So I'm like, I'll do it down here, Alex, and like when I come up to New York, we'll do it together. And so, yeah, he's like, I'm going to come down for this. I'm like, you got to come down. Let's do it, you know? So, I yeah. literally could show it to you after this. Have a um, cute little Instagram food person in my Instagram right now saying, "I'm in Kansas for work, damn!" Because <laughs> he can't go. I know we this. haven't even announced it too. I feel like there's like rumblings. It's like, oh, this is going to be a thing. So I'm excited about it. I mean, it's awesome to have him down here too. He's been before actually, but we're gonna. I know we got to do like the. I don't know where to take him. I'm like. We'll figure it you out. Know so. where oh, to I know where to I know a few like restaurants. Yeah. Oh, come on. You know where you, you've been yeah. around. You know what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no question that you know exactly where to take them. No, That'll I'm, be I'm really, really great. To host. And yeah, so if you guys are around, come through. Come through, listen to You guys are definitely on the list, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and you, roll. Yeah. Now I feel hip. How yeah. about you? It's been a while since I've been on a list. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So speaking of cocktails, um, sure. I've been staring at this Maker's Mark bottle. I feel like, what do you do? Is just drink on the job? Well, I mean, I, yeah. I, well, it's so funny. I text you. I'm like, do you got, can we can we crack this? Um, so we did a collaboration. Collaboration. We did a barrel with Maker's Mark. Uh, it's a private select barrel. And it's basically wood finished in a way that we wanted to do it, right? So you go into the tasting room. They, like, basically show you what your bourbon will taste like uh, after its aging process based on these like wood staves. So like there's like a mocha stave, there's like a French oak stave and you kind of choose the combination. And then like once you've decided on that, then they, they, I guess they age the bourbon for like eight weeks in a cave. And yeah, we came up with this. It's uh, the Stella's Javos Family Reserve bourbon. We had a pretty good relationship with makers and they asked us if, uh, if we wanted to do it. And we're like, yeah, like let's, Let's do it. We all love bourbon, and we sell, obviously, a lot of makers at Stella's, so we're like, I don't know, to have our own thing would be really cool. And we wanted to do something that obviously, like, complemented the food, and, you know, we're in the South, too, so it's, like, it's nice to kind of have some kind of, like, Southern element in there, right? Like, a lot of people drink bourbon. There's, we have a lot of bourbon cocktails, so this was a cool opportunity to... uh to make something interesting, you know. Now you want to move, yeah, move this. He's mo- moving the cup to get a get a photo of the hair. No, I'm joking. I think, the, yeah, no, I think this is uh, the last <laughs> bottle too. So, yeah, let's. So, anyway. did you guys sell it by the bottle, or we, just specifically in the restaurant? We we sold it in cocktails and and by the pour too. Oh, so so, so only you can only get this if you go to. Oh, you can't even. This is this from is the last end. Year. Yeah, this was it. So Are I was going like, to do it again. Yeah, I think we may do another bottle. Okay. Or another uh, barrel. Barrel, yes. So that's great. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I pour, think that's a cool pour idea. Some, yeah. He goes, no, this is the end. So sorry, anybody who's listening. The, uh, March 2021. Sto- stave combinations. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, I think there's three, two, and one. French maybe? cuvee. Yeah. French cuvee. So there's the uh, there's the wood part of it. I'm already drunk. No, you're good. You're good. What is happening over here? God, you should not allow is this you near a bottle of bourbon. This the first bourbon poured on the podcast. Because <laughs> that's sick. You, you should clearly come to my house. That, that, oh, no, I don't, oh yeah, no, I've listened to a few, but I, I didn't see anybody cracking anything. No, we haven't. Yeah. So we've had, we did Thank have you. Booth Hardy. Um, he he cool. used to do a lot of guest starring on the podcast for wine. Nice, yeah, Booth's cool. Good we dude. Had we had Matt. Oh yeah, I listened to that recently. One. Yep. So there was a little bit of. Jane Were you guys and, there at the? Because yeah, I was. You're, you're like we're looking at all this whiskey. Yes. Um, we we did go to him. Um, which is 
staggering Seriously, the amount of whiskey. Thank you for having me on. It's Are you kidding? A real pleasure to thank you for to coming. Chat. No, totally, absolutely. Oh man, that smells good. What are your thoughts? You're the big bourbon guy. I think it smells amazing. I mean, I just love it. <laughs> you just, it's you hot. Just love it's it hot. It so you know, it, so yeah. this is your first drink of the day, right? What this is? Yeah, yeah it's my first drink of the day. One ten. Um, All right, that's Tuesday. not too bad. That's <laughs> it. it actually drinks very smoothly. Good. I'm glad. It's actually not running hot to me at all. I love uh, the nose. Is I think I think very inviting on this. But uh, anyway, I think it's on the sweeter end, which I really yeah, enjoy. it is. I mean, there's definitely that weeded kind of. I'm gonna pour a little water in it. Yeah, you well, if you heard it down, you know, if you heard um, Mac talk, that's just the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Just one little drip. Is that's well, all you just need. Just a little water. He said, just a drop. So you clearly listened to the podcast. Yes, so I we did. Appreciate that. Yes. So let's walk through any new things that okay. you guys might have upcoming if you're able to talk about them. We know now that there's going to be a tiki bar. That's well, two years away, but that's okay. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm <laughs> setting. Years away. It's always two working years on it away. For two right? years. We've been working on it for, for. I feel like for a bit. Yeah, it's just a little bar outside, basically. Um, I'm not allowed to talk to timeline, so I'm just going to say two years away. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants gets, to talk timeline. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, timelines, come on. Yeah. yeah, everybody needs to know the opens when everything occurs. Um, we are leaving the Kitchen 64, but is it coming back somewhere else? I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure, actually, if it's coming back or not. That place was fantastic. I mean, truly, like, people coming off the interstate and just it – was, it was great. I remember when we opened it and – yeah, like just end of an era for there, but yeah, another fun spot I love for 64. sure. At loud, yeah. and you can bring like, having small children or having had small children finding those restaurants where you can just go in and like I don't want to say make a mess, but you know you don't have to worry about yeah like all these things. Every, I think that's a big part of what every we food in the menu too. Absolutely, every you know? single food item is on the menu. It hits different price points. It hits different palates. You can drop fries on the floor and you don't have to worry about it for a second or two. Yeah, but every, yeah, because it's clean in the continental. It's clean. You, you, go. <laughs> you can totally you eat right off the floor in there. No, I yeah, I think and that's so true. It's like I feel like that's kind of our thing too. It's like never never too, you know, cool for anybody. Like I, we love everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, you know, all of the spots are pretty accessible. And I feel like that's key, especially in Richmond too, right? You've the diverse community here, like you know, I think that's a big part of what we do, and I think we're proud of that, you know, to have. I think your family relays family and, inc- like, all-inclusiveness into every restaurant you do. Thanks. Like, yeah. you're, you, like I was in Stella's the other day, and you, you actually had your family sitting at a table. So your daughter and a bunch of other members of your family. Yeah. She w- and growing up in a restaurant, I'm familiar that we think as children, we own the restaurant, right? So like we're running back and forth and there was another child in there that was doing it. Nobody was upset, not even the patrons because it just felt so natural. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that's key. And yeah, I mean, having obviously like Ruby, like having Ruby just around, like she loves to go in and like talk to our, you know, our staff and just, it's just like a a real family kind of atmosphere. How old is she? She's five and a half. So if I'm visiting New York, where am I going to eat, being that you were there for a while? Uh, oh, man. Well, we uh, where do you go to eat? This is a great question. Uh, okay, I'll give you like three spots that I just think are great. Perfect. I think Manetta Tavern, I think it's just an iconic New York restaurant at this point. Like, got to do it, you know, um, right, right there on McDougal Street. I love uh, kind of a low-key spot. I'll throw out there Lavagna on 5th and B. Fantastic restaurant, like big neighborhood Italian place. Love it. Been going there forever. 
No idea. Since my mom was visiting, yeah, visiting me in college, and we'd always just go to Lavania. I feel like that was uh, a spot. You, do you want like a new spot? Do you want like oh, tell no, me? I, like, I know because I mean I feel like the good spots almost always tend to be the ones that hung out for a while. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean yeah. I love a new space. Don't get me wrong, but I honestly think that the true restaurants are the true test of good restaurants, or if they can hang about for a little bit longer than the flash that they get when absolutely. they're new. Absolutely. So no, I don't want a new spot. I love um. So a newer, I'll just go like like I love what the major food group guys are doing. Like I love Dirty French. That's a really fun spot, like in the Lower East Side. Amazing food there. I'm never disappointed. Um, and then how about like a late night option? How about hit me? Kick it back to like Blue Ribbon at 3 a.m. for fondue and oysters and oh yes, right after like, you've listened to you guys DJ. Yeah, seriously, like that's like our movie. It's so funny. It's like, the come like, down. It yeah, is. we were DJing. We're like, where do we go? It's like Blue Ribbon. Like that's the spot, you know. So martinis and poo poo platter fondue. That's the move. Yeah, yeah. that's the move, Roby. Yeah. There's the move. So yeah. I'm gonna put him on the spot right now. Okay. Alex Delaney, Bon Appetit rolls into town. Yeah, where are you taking him? Give give me three yeah, spots. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're going to Stella's for mm-hmm. sure. I think uh, one of one of like Dinamo Edos, like that whole. Obviously, that crew is awesome. So one of those. I want to take him to Long Oven. I think you know. I think there was a piece when he was at Bon Appetit. Like there was a piece that came out when he was there, and I don't think he's ever gotten a chance to to go do that tasting menu. So probably do that. Bamboo sidewalk late night. Um, probably taken by Cuba for like brunch. You know, um, this man's gonna eat well. He's yeah, he's definitely eating well. Uh, we're little nickel for a drink. I mean, definitely some of our spots. You know, the big punch bowl. Yeah, the big punch bowl. Nice. Yeah, for sure. So you're listening to Eat It Virginia with Scott Wise, Roby Martin, and Dean Javis. King of the North. <laughs> so which house of Game of Thrones would you put his family? Like you want me to choose a house? I mean, I think so. Or how about this? Who else would you put in the Richmond restaurant Game of Thrones? Mm, well, we should do House Williams. Mm-hmm. That's the Michelle Williams, Jared Golden, the two of them. But that's a good house. Um, I feel the hospitality group, which with, uh, they, they've they've, they've already they've already uh, got it in there. I think House Visayo, even though he's only got a couple of restaurants, I think he would be definitely a house to be reckoned with. How about House Davenport, Tazas and things? Is that enough? Um, House Murden. For sure. Yep. House Bobo, does that count? Um, House, is it House Gregory though? Or is it House I Coteau? Saying, I just love saying Bobo. House, House Gregory Coteau. House Lindsay. House Lindsay, yes. Yes, and how do you set up the houses? Like who's the oldest house? Because you know, they say that the Valerians and the Targaryens are the oldest houses. Are you watching the new uh, House of the Dragon? One hundo George R. R. Martin's like one of my favorite are you authors. Are it so far? Um, it's definitely more female-centered, so yes. Do you find it as action-packed as the original? Like, I'm trying to put myself in the in my shoes when I first watched like the first five episodes of Game of Thrones because obviously we have years and years of mm-hmm. you know memories and history with the original show so it's kind of hard to remember what life was like when you watched the first five episodes of the first show i remember the wolf puppies yeah 
Sure. Mm-hmm. There's not any the puppies wolves. in this. Yeah. I will dragons, though. Yeah, there are. Dragons. But no baby dragons, which I wish there were. But there might be later. Um, there's an egg. I will say this. It doesn't seem to be anything good happening when people get married. <laughs> no comment. This episode of Eat It Virginia. <laughs> Eat It Virginia? <laughs> this episode of Eat It Virginia. <laughs> No! Oh, God, no.